0: So if we can uh, go back to this for one second, we have a we have two versions of Plato or of Socrates. One version is that he was a just man, the only honest man in the city who was killed for being honest. So he's like a salvific, you know, Christ Christ prototype figure. And then we have the other side of it, which is more a uh, Xenophon and and Aristophanes that Socrates was just really fucking annoying.
1: So <laughs> the they wanted to get rid of him. <laughs> but I mean, the, think yeah. about it like this.
2: Okay, well, yeah, I just want to say one quick thing, though, about Xenophon, which is that, like, he did, so he thought, like, so his depiction made him seem smug, but I don't think Xenophon himself actually thought he was smug, because he also thought that he was dishonest. Like truth teller, yeah. just to be clear, yeah. but he, but he just his depiction made him seem more smug, I think.
0: So here, here's Socrates' entrance in the clouds, and this is what he says. He's he's floating in on a basket from the sky. Everyone's annoyed that he's there, and he says this: I have to su- suspend my brain and mingle the subtle <laughs> essence of my mind with this air which is of like nature in order to penetrate the things of heaven. I should have discovered nothing had I remained on the ground to consider from below the things that are above for the earth by its force attracts the sap of the mind to itself. And everyone's annoyed (laughs) to see it.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, it's a brilliant satire and don't get me wrong. I probably would have laughed at it, you know, if I were living in ancient Greeks also, but in a kind of What's the way to put? It? Roasty kind of way. I I, but, but I, I
0: actually would while reading this. So no, sure, yeah. I it's mean, still it's, it's funny. incomparable.
1: It's incomparable as a kind of uh, criticism. But I say, look, what's what's not to like about Plato from a political perspective? Aside from the substantive content of his ideas, the critical component to me seems spot on. I mean, I love this. The early parts of the Republic. Let's take that for an example. Uh, basically. Plato goes through a number of arguments that you still see a lot of conservatives making now, starting with Cephalus, where Cephalus comes along and says, what is justice? Justice is paying your dues. Justice is respecting the arguments of the city. And Socrates completely barrels over this argument so badly that Cephalus basically says, that's really interesting. Yeah, I got to go now. Uh, See you later. (laughs) And like runs off. And by the time book one is done, you just see all these kind of stock right wing arguments just demolished one after another after another before Socrates finally gets to Glaucon. Uh, And Adam and says, all right, fine. And he's somebody who will have a real conversation with me. So there's a lot to like in that. And it's very funny and it's very entertaining. And like I said, as literature, uh, it's probably incomparable within the philosophical tradition. A few of competitors I could think of, like Nietzsche and Voltaire. But I enjoy it.
0: What do you think of the souls? They're just essentially souls that are mixed with gold. And some are mixed with silver. And then some people, the rest of the people are just
2: mud. Well, he doesn't think that he wants he just wants to lie to the city about that story a
0: noble a noble way to find a
2: new republic is to come up with a new noble lie because the problem is that the stories that they currently have the doxa is depicts gods that are all self-centered assholes who who don't care about the common good who only care about themselves so we need to come up with new stories that will reorient the citizenry's desires towards the common good and that's the that's the that's the purpose of the noble lie
1: and I think just since we're talking about souls, I'll make a kind of third pitch for an idea of his that I like. Well, can yeah, I, I before,
2: you, like... bef- f- before you go there, Matt, sure, can sure, I just quickly ahead. make a distinction? Because I think it's important to make a distinction between agreeing with the content of a philosopher's beliefs, like, so, or, or thinking that they're, like, stupid, um, or, like, useless, right? So I, I'm i I'm pretty much on board with pills here, that, like, I, I, I disagree with almost all of, like, the platonic dialogue's ideas. Like, I think substantively, like, I'm not a Platonist at all, um, but I think that like the dialogues themselves and like the form of argumentation, like the demonstration, the kinds of questions that are asked um, are, are incredible. But there might be like one or two more more claims that I'm more sympathetic to than pills. But so that's I just just want to say that.